Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to a mini episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. I was feeling so called to come and show up for you guys more, be here more, and get you this information both in long-form learning lessons, interviews, um, teachings, as well as these little short mini ones, more bite-sized nuggets, if you will. And so this one I'm really excited to talk to you guys about because if I've noticed anything, it's a lot of the times... People have the New Year's resolution, the goal, the outcome, the desire, the action of, I want to get healthy. I want to be healthier. I want to lose weight. I want to become more mentally healthy. And if there's one thing I was like, okay, I think that this might be a really interesting topic to talk about because for how much health and wellness comes up, People despise working out with a grand passion. (laughs) And it's so interesting that that's something that people want so desperately and yet they hate it. Now, I can say this because I used to be 100% one of those people. It felt like something I should do more. It felt like something I had to do. It was always on my to-do list, but I really didn't want to do it because I hated it. It made me feel gross. It made me feel uncomfortable. I would go to the gyms and I would feel so out of place because there's these like giant bodybuilder guys and they're like grunting and I'm like, I don't know how to do the form correctly. They're all staring at me. I don't know what I'm wearing. I feel so uncomfortable. Like there's so many different reasons why we don't enjoy working out. And yet, There are three things, we're going to talk about this today, three mindset tips that will switch you from going, I hate working out times a million, to this is something I enjoy. This is something I find energy from. This is something I find joy from, and I'm actually able to leave a workout with a huge smile on my face. So without further ado, let's dive into the three mindset tips for making working out more fun. Number one, identity. So this might not be the number the number one you were thinking about. Um, whenever I hear these first and foremost, I always hear, like whenever I hear these like three tips for working out, it's like smile more. And while yes, physicality and smiling will boost your endorphins and make you happy, but there's something so much richer. There's something so much deeper. And that is the identity we put on ourselves. Yes, even when it comes to working out. So I'll give an example. When I 
was just starting to run. I've given this example numerous times on the podcast, so I'll make it a kind of reader's digest version, if you will. But when I was first learning how to run, I hated it. I was like, I want to vomit every time I'm on a treadmill. I feel so horrible. I can barely go longer than like 45 seconds without feeling like I'm going to die. Like, this is awful. How do people love this? I am just not a runner. I'm just not someone who runs. I'm just not someone who enjoys running. Did you note that? Did you catch the identity I put on myself around running? Same went for working out. If I, back in college, I felt like I had to work out. I felt like it was something I had to do, but I was just not someone who liked it. Whenever I was working out, again, I was looking around. I felt so uncomfortable and I identified I'm not someone who belongs at a gym. I'm not someone who enjoys being here. I'm someone who, when I'm at the gym, people look over at me and think, oh, she does not belong here. Oh, sweet summer child. You don't know what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I put that identity and that belief system so deeply within me, it took years and years and years to beat the crap out of. Now, obviously, things are very, very different because I utilize this to my advantage. So here's what you can do. What is an identity you've put on yourself when it comes to working out? Is it, I'm someone who doesn't like working out? Is it, I don't belong at the gym? Is it, I'm not a runner? Is it, I'm not a lifter? Is it, I'm not blah, 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 blah? And and once you've identified it, I want you to just toy around with it like this. Swap it. Make it the polar opposite I'm not a runner becomes I am a runner. I'm not someone who belongs at the gym becomes I'm someone who belongs at the gym, so on and so forth. But when you make this identity shift, when you powerfully embed it into your body, say it over and over and over again, it becomes part of your identity. It becomes part of your belief system about yourself. And here's the biggest biggest, biggest part about belief system, guys. Our brains will do anything to match our actions with what we believe about ourselves. I'm going to say that again. Our brains will do anything to match our actions with how we believe ourselves to be. So, What that means is if I believe that I am someone who is not a runner, my actions will show up as someone who is not a runner. You can call this self-sabotage. You can call this anything. But this is truly what our brains are doing. We are constantly taking in information and our brains will distort it, distort the information to match our identities. So this is not just like some affirmation BS where it's just like, I'm a runner, I'm a runner, I'm a runner, I'm a runner. It's not that. This is something that will literally change your neurochemistry. So change your identity is number one. Change your identity around working out. This is not going to be an overnight fix, but let me tell you, this is a long-term solution. Long-term solution. Because when you change your identity around something, oh boy, You show up differently, you believe differently, you match your energy to match what your identity is. It's so powerful. But number two is consistency and remembering why you started in the first place. So 
yes, I cheated. I melded two into one. But these do really play hand in hand because when you know why you started this in the first place, you have consistency. Every time you remember why you started anything, a goal, a book, a podcast, a um, health journey, a... (laughs) a project at work, whatever it is, when you remember why you started, you get purpose behind your actions. And when you get purpose again, you get persistence, you get motivation, you get energy from it. So here, I want you to ask yourself, why do I want to be healthy? Why do I want to work out? Why do I want to enjoy working out? Why? Why is this something for me? Now, We aren't really used to this question. So if you are coming up blank, that's okay. If you're like, "Uh, I I guess to be healthier, I don't know. Like, that's fine. You're on to something there. However, it's much deeper than that. I'll give some examples. Maybe you started working out to literally extend your lifespan to be on this planet longer, to be able to be in community and in communication and in love with the people who you surround yourself with for a longer period of time. Another example, maybe someone in your family has a past of heart disease or of some kind of really bad illness that if you took care of your health, it would fix, it would clear up, or it would at least lower your chances of getting that. It can be so many different things. It can also be maybe you're someone who has kids and you want more energy to play with your kids or maybe they're starting a sport and you want to be able to play soccer with them outside in the backyard. There are so many different options here, but remember why you started this in the first place. And it doesn't have to be just one thing. It can be so many different things. Maybe you wanted to look in the mirror and be like, God damn, this hot piece of shit is me. Oh my God, I look like that. That's incredible. I'll tell you one of my reasons was I wanted, (laughs) so silly, I wanted to be able to open up a pickle jar. Now that was actually a very strong why for me because I am someone who loves being um, stubborn and independent (laughs) in a lot of different ways. And to be able to grab something that was fresh and new, like a tomato jar, pickle jar, whatever you want to say, and just be able to like open it up like the badass I know I am was extremely important to me. And to be able to accomplish that is very, very, very big in my book. But that really, when those push-ups, when I was like, I just want to kill this exercise. I hate this so much. I just want to give up. I'm going to lower down to my knees or I'm going to lower down to my belly and just lay there and like sleep a little bit. When I felt like that, I remembered the pickle jar. I remembered I have a goal here. I remembered I have something. I have something I'm wanting. And I want it because I want to be able to open that up and just be like, suck on that, motherfuckers. Like, I just like, you know, it's, it, and mine, mine is obviously very silly. And I had many other reasons, but that was one that was so embedded in my brain that it got me through those days that it was really hard. So remembering your why and then showing up consistently with your why. That's a big one. If you show up consistently without your why, you will stop showing up consistently. 
you will get unmotivated. You will forget why you're doing this. You will forget any kind of passion or drive that you have behind this and you will stop, period. It might be the reason why in January or in the last week or in the last day or two, you fell off the bandwagon with your own personal goal. Or heck, in the second week of January, we can forget our whys. We can forget our whys 30 minutes into making a freaking goal. It is so, we are people who have such short attention spans now where we can forget things so quickly, even things that mean so much to us. So in that same vein, having your why written out and posted somewhere where you're going to see it, remind yourself of it, make it impossible to forget. Do you ever feel like you have to choose between mental health or physical health? Well, at Lift One Body, One Mind, we believe you should not have to choose anymore. Created by myself, a life and mindset coach and goal setting expert, as well as my best friend and certified personal trainer, Kiana Reese, we believe that you can have total mind-body wellness because these two entities are meant to work together not an either or situation. Whether you've been inconsistent with going after your health goals, or maybe you've been completely mentally and physically exhausted and burned out, or maybe you're just plain tired of saying, I can do it on my own, and then letting yourself down week after week. This one-of-a-kind monthly membership is here to completely change that narrative with live programming designed to help you achieve your physical and mental best. And for those of you who are also looking to save a little extra money this year, this program is a fraction of the cost of others on the market. And it has about four times the programming and about 20,000 times the access to Kiana and myself. Total mind and body wellness is right around the corner for you. So click the link in the show notes to sign up or visit lifecoachbaker.com forward slash lift. Now back to the episode. And then last but not least, number three accountability, 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 accountability times a million, whether it's in a goal, you're accountable to yourself, but you're accountable to this outcome you're wanting. In fact, you actually might look at it as you're accountable to the future you who achieved that goal. I've done that a few times and it's really powerful. You can also be accountable to a community. Lyft is a great example. We have people showing up like they've never shown up before because they're like, I am in community with these people and they're talking about going after it. So I am also doing the thing because I see them doing it as well. You can also find this in a mentor or in a coach. You actually get, let's see, goal, community, mentor. You get all four of those if you're a part of Lyft. So seriously, if you are not enjoying working out right now, I cannot, I cannot stress enough how perfect this program would be for you. So click the link in the show notes, all the information's in there. But having an accountability partner boosts your chances of following through on your workouts, on your goals, on your day-to-day consistency by 90%. That's a lot. (laughs) When we don't have accountability, we don't show up as powerfully. I'll say when I was first starting to work out, I didn't have any like goal, outcome, coach, personal trainer, so so on and so forth. And I showed up, I did a few exercises. I like kind of just doodad at the gym and I would be like, this is obviously pre-COVID, but I would 
just kind of wander around and not really know what to do, find a machine that I knew how to work. And I was like, I'll try this for a second. When I started running, I had um, races. I had goals. I had goals I wanted to make. So I made detailed workout plans. I made detailed running plans. And I showed up because I knew on that finish line, I am accountable to that girl. I'm accountable to that woman who is there at the end of the finish line, not wanting to die because she didn't train, but instead feeling so powerful, so proud of herself because she followed through. Then I started training even more for the half marathon on the days where it was freezing, on the days it was dark at six and I still needed to go to on a run because I needed to get my out, my miles in. It didn't matter. I still showed up because again, I had that goal. And then I'm not going to lie, after the half marathon, I kind of fell off the wagon. Not only we were in the middle of COVID, my gym membership was obviously not a thing anymore. And I was like, how do I work out at home? So I started doing some YouTube and like, it was fine. It was good. I, I stayed a little consistent. I started sleeping in a little longer and doing shorter workouts and so on and so forth. And I wasn't as lit up by then. And then I started working with my now business partner, Kiana, who is a personal trainer and who had weekly workouts for us. By the way, you get these in Lyft too. She had weekly workouts for us and we would do them because we were accountable to her. She would check in with us and say like, how's it going? What's going on here? Send me a video. How many burpees did you do in a minute? <laughs> like it didn't matter what it was, but we were so consistent. We were getting up earlier. Um, she did the, she did this program both for me and for me and my partner, which by the way, you can do that as a part of Lyft as well. And then you have even more accountability. So looking at you, overachiever, it was so incredibly powerful to have that external accountability in the form of a personal trainer. And I'm not going to lie, y'all, I'm never going back. It has been so, so, so beneficial. Having accountability will automatically transform you from not showing up whether it's consistently, whether it's at all, to showing up consistently, powerfully. And especially if you're a part of Lyft, we do these live workouts every month and it's so fun. We have music blaring. We have like little chats in between sessions and we're just like, it's so fun. We're all like cheering each other on. I, I, those are like moments I live for. They're so much fun. But seriously, no matter who it is, no matter what it is, get some form of accountability. It's very, very, very impactful. And yes, it will help your mindset because you'll start to enjoy working out more when you have the ability to show up more consistently. When you have something externally counting on you and you're able to do this. You guys know the whole Elle Woods thing, like happy people, um, what is it, the... Um, uh, working out gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill. Insert happy people don't whatever to like whatever like you're um, struggling with in life right now. But it's true. When you work out, you release endorphins. Your blood is starting to flow. You start to think clearer. You focus more. It's just so powerful. And here's the best part and the last, last little thing. It's a domino effect. When you move your body in the morning, it does not have to be anything fancy. You don't have to go run 50 miles. But when you get your blood flowing in the morning, you start to do things throughout the day that are not related to working out, but that are things that are naturally, quote unquote, healthier. That might be things you're wanting. 
It's called a keystone habit. If you don't know the book, oh gosh, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. It's something I live by. It's a fantastic book. But he talks about this idea of keystone habits where you start, and he he gives this exact example, you start working out in the morning and then people, he was like 75, even maybe even more percent of people who would consistently work out in the morning, drink more water, chose healthier food throughout the day. Here's a big one. Used their credit and debit cards less. That I found fascinating. They had more sex. They had better relationships, so on and so forth. They slept better. I mean, just boom, 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 down the line. So if you don't think that this is important, I, I urge you to open your eyes. Again, it does not have to be anything fancy. It doesn't have to be anything. Start small, please. <laughs> start where you're at and build and build and build and build and start that identity. That identity is going to help so much. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this snippet little episode that ended up being about 20 minutes. If you heard something in this episode that really resonated with you, share this with a friend, share it on social, tag me at Life Coach Baker. I would love to reshare it and cheer you on from the sidelines. But I love you guys and I'll talk to you so soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I urge you to go check out the monthly membership program, Lift. All the links are in the show notes or you can go to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash lift to check out the program. Until then, I'll talk to you next time. Bye.